Hello everyone and welcome to the Nourish Mind podcast, the podcast where I empower you to help you on your journey towards eating disorder recovery, recovery from disordered eating and body image um, dissatisfaction. So we're going to talk a little bit today about managing Christmas and managing the expectations around Christmas and some common struggles that a lot of people experience over the festive (laughs) period whether they have a eating disorder or whether they have some form of disordered eating because it can be a very very challenging time to navigate especially when you have got all of these expectations and thoughts going around in your mind on what is going to be there who you're going to see what people are going to say all of these different things and I think there are a lot of common things that come up when people have anxieties around sort of Christmas. It's that fear of eating more or different foods. So we're going to touch on that one a little bit first and know that it's okay to eat different foods at Christmas. I know this is a very scary thing because you haven't got the control and it's very easy to want to have your normal routine and stick to your normal meal plan or your meal structure And it can feel very scary because you haven't got that control and there's no way of managing what's in front of you. But I guess try and frame it like this, like your meal plan or your macros or your nutritional targets or whatever you're following, that's a minimum. Unless you are on something very, very specific um you know a specific kind of guidance for a specific reason um you know whether you have a specific food intolerance or you're on a specific program for a specific condition that requires you to only have those things then you have the liberty and the ability to have things if you want them and also say no if you don't want them as well um so do your best and remember you're not going to remember what you eat what you are going to remember when you're 80 and when you're looking back on this time is you're going to remember who you were with. You're going to remember any funny hats. You're going to remember the games you're playing, the Christmas movies, the different traditions that you have in your family. You're not going to remember a favourite that you challenged or what you ate or the fact that you only had one sweet rather than when you wanted, you know, three or five different sweets. Those are the things that you're not going to remember. And also try and frame it in this way. Your body is unique. Your body isn't meant to stay the same. Um, It's going to fluctuate daily on its needs. And Christmas is one of those times. And I think a lot of the time we do have that pressure of, you know, needing to be hungry all the time or needing to justify certain foods or things like that. Whereas we can eat for just enjoyment as well. Uh, As long as, like you said, you know, you're doing it because you actually want it and you enjoy that taste and you're mindful of your decisions and where you are in your your own being, then that is absolutely fine to honour your hunger and honour your preferences around this time. Um, Because at the end of the day, we're not robots, we're human. And one of the ways that we do interact is through food. And that's okay. Potentially, you know, it might be an idea to have a different tradition around Christmas that 
isn't quite food focused that you could potentially organize. So whether that is like, you know, doing a puzzle or a game or going on a walk around sort of like Christmas and taking the pressure away from like from you and away from like food as well. Um, But know this, like your body doesn't care what anyone else is doing. Your body is trying to keep you alive it's doing daily functions and it still needs food to do those daily functions whether or not you've exercised or not and truly like listening to your body and honoring it and nourishing it is what is important around this time of the year because a lot of the time we can feel a sense of control with doing our disordered eating habits or sort of like you know, restricting certain things or, um, or you know, sometimes we feel completely out of control if we're kind of more on the spectrum of binge eating. And actually, more restriction is not the answer. Actually, taking the restriction away and giving yourself permission is what's going to help you in that long term because real control comes from honouring your body and honouring your needs and honouring yourself because your self-worth is not defined by your body. Um, So I think that is a massive thing to recognise. And also recognise that you have a choice. You have a choice in what you eat, when you eat, how much you eat. You know, have those boundaries with people. Because what's on someone else's plate doesn't concern you. And it doesn't concern them. And if they have an issue with that, then that's their problem. And it's a problem with them that they haven't necessarily resolved yet. Um, so you just do what you want to do and recognize that whatever you do, set those boundaries with yourself and recognize like when do you need to challenge those things for yourself mm-hmm. and when also do you need to um hold back a little bit and actually sort of like say, okay, enough is enough. I've had enough now and I'm just gonna honor myself right now. Um One other thing that a lot of people struggle with is feeling out of control. And again, like I was saying previously, it can come from a bit of a scarcity mindset and the need to sort of finish everything on your plate. Whereas you don't need to finish everything on your plate. You are an adult now. You can decide like whether you've had enough or not. And actually practice intentionally having pauses to reconnect with yourself. So whether that's putting your knife and fork down or whether it's choosing the sweets that you want and popping the um, chocolate tin in a different room or, you know, putting the lid back on them. All these different things are actually going to really help you to recognise that this is my choice. I'm giving myself permission to have these things and I'm honouring my body and I'm not kind of creating that scarcity mindset of like, Or, you know, I can only have this at this particular time of the day. Or, you know, I'm only allowed one of certain things. When those rules are, have been created by yourself and imposed on you by like society and by sort of like this idea that everyone is the same and has, you know, needs to have the recommended serving size of different things. Whereas everyone's body is different and everyone's needs are different as well. So it's different bodies, different paths, and just remember the path that you're on. And that might not be the same path as everyone else. So how they're eating might be in accordance to their values and what's important to them. 
but that not might not necessarily be what is best for you so try to focus on what's important for you and recognize that your body is unique and your body is different and uh, the next thing is perfectly going on to managing food guilt so sometimes it can we can have guilt around certain things and we can want things to be perfect or we feel that sense of like oh I shouldn't have had that or that was too much or and our mind starts to invade us with every single possibility of like good not good enough not good enough not good enough to try and convince us that actually like we have done something wrong when we haven't done anything wrong what we have done is we've honoured our preferences, we've honoured ourselves in that moment and we've given our body the nourishment that it needs. So try, if you can, to reframe that a little bit and think that when we label, when we take the labels away from like foods and things like that, we take away its power and we bring it into a more neutral kind of territory and actually we recognize that food in itself is not the issue what the problem is is how we've been taught or the relationship or the association that we have around certain foods and what those foods mean in a context of like our sense of worth our sense of deserving them or how we've been told to feel like you know potentially you might have been told to finish everything on your plate and that version of finishing everything on your plate is kind of being full to the extent of like feeling sick um because it was too much for you as a child and that sort of like trauma of you know feeling too full or being sick because you're too full has sort of carried on into your adult life and it's sort of like oh well you know if I need to kind of have everything to make sure that I'm good enough or to you know, to feel that sort of level of satiation and that satiation and that level of comfort. Whereas actually when we're putting ourselves into that place of like severe discomfort, it's actually a form of self-punishment, but we're trying to frame it in a way of like, that's what we're, that's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what we need to do. Um, when it's not necessarily the case and always try and think if like the disordered eating is screaming at you or the eating disorder is screaming at you, generally speaking, you're tend to be doing the right thing because it's trying to coach you back in to sort of feeling like you're doing something wrong when you're absolutely not and again it's sort of leading into comments from other people I know we have touched on this a little bit but like I was saying before different bodies different paths so if someone else comments on like your plate or how much you're eating or when you're eating or how often that doesn't have any value for you and try and almost like separate that judgment from mattering to you and actually ask yourself what what does their opinion mean to me you know does it matter why am I feeling like I'm being judged or I'm being like why is their opinion of what I'm doing important to me and is it important to you or is it sort of like triggering something that's maybe you've unresolved in the past? Um, and how actually can you respond in a different way to that? So do you need to set boundaries with that person? Could you say to them, you know, I know that these particular things might come up, um, but could you make an effort not to talk about these things when I'm around? 
or saying it in that sort of way so it's it's showcasing your needs and preferences but actually in a non-argumentative way because most of the time if people don't know they're not gonna they're not gonna know not to say certain things around you um and again on that same sort of topic it can if you have like a restrictive um eating disorder it can feel like around this time of year because you you know you might be eating um different types of foods or things like that you can you can get the sense of like feeling invalidated as sort of like struggling with this because people are seeing you eating and for a lot of people there's still this very um skewed perception of like anorexics don't eat whereas they do eat they're human beings and if they didn't they would be dead um so we need to kind of really break that down that stereotype and actually recognize that it's not a a surface level problem it's not a food problem um it's an underlying problem with themselves and with struggles in their mental well-being and also physical trauma emotional trauma um lots and lots of different things that have kind of contributed to that person feeling that way and actually making them feel invalidated is just unnecessary um so really like ask them if they feel supported and how you can support them in that time you know whether that is giving them space or you know having a little bit of a signal or a something prepared ahead of time and just sort of saying you know like how can I best support you in this time um and potentially being there as well when they are sort of like serving up to kind of giving them active encouragement as well might be really really beneficial for someone um, and then the last little one that I'm just going to touch on ever so quickly is the expectation to be normal. Because I think there is this societal expectation that Christmas is a very, very happy time and or like it needs to be picture perfect or things need to run in a certain way or things like that. Whereas like it's it's not necessarily always the case and it can be a very challenging time for a lot of different reasons um and again like you know things go wrong you know you might that someone might overcook like a roast dinner or something like that or like you know people can't people are sick and they can't attend or all of these different things and when we take away that expectation of like christmas needing to be perfect and it needing to be this massive thing it kind of like takes away the pressure a little bit because we build it up to be something massive when actually it's just a day it's just a sunday and when we take away the pressure and we don't make it a big deal it can actually reduce our anxiety quite a lot um because it can help us feel just a little bit more connected in the moment rather than this massive anxiety and chest aching sort of like pain leading into the event and like this sort of everyone looking at you and things like that type of feeling whereas people aren't looking at you they want you to be there and they want to make those memories with you um so try not to judge yourself for 
feeling any particular feelings over the holidays because it's normal to have these different fluctuations in how you feel and your emotions as well and actually recognize them voice them if you can and know that it's okay to struggle it's not a bad thing if you do struggle if you find something challenging um you are human at the end of the day and this is a journey so just do the best that you can and try and recognize as well that you have a choice um you can choose how you want to respond and what is best for you in line with those choices and please 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 do not punish yourself if you mess it up or if you have a bad moment or if you you eat a little bit more than you planned don't torture yourself with negative self-talk um because this is going to really dampen and impact you in a negative way um so try have some self-care aspects planned so whether that is you know you've got some words of affirmation um you have some thoughts you can put in your journal and maybe do things that you know that will help in that moment so kind of have that preparation there so having someone that you can reach out to for support um having different strategies in place to kind of self-soothe so whether that is gentle touch whether that's some box breathing um taking yourself off and going for a little bit five minutes in the kitchen doing some cleaning um going out for a walk as a family as well and maybe having some different kind of moments over the holidays um so i really hope that this has helped i am going to be doing a q a with uh, one of my good friends al um over the next week so that'll be the next kind of podcast um and i hope that you've enjoyed this first episode and it's not been too mishmash for you um but yes i shall speak to you soon and have a lovely afternoon